This group session discusses the principles set out in Dr. David Hawkins' book, Letting Go. Specifically in this session, the group discusses energy, the link between thoughts and emotions, healing, and our true nature. The session is rounded out by a letting go meditation. Well, today we're actually, uh, instead of the course in rivers, we're going to do letting go because uh, I couldn't find the book uh, and we'll just switch it out. It's just, they're all similar. All, the, all of the courses are all for um, spiritual, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, spiritual growth. Uh, and we'll basically, we go through this. We read, uh, we read parts each, all of us read it, and, okay. and it's like an open discussion throughout. So at any cool. point that comes up, we can discuss it. What does that mean? Discuss, ask questions, and then we'll finish with a meditation uh, at the end. Oh, okay. okay? Cool. Cool. Did you do meditation at all? Well, no, because I think I don't know how to. Okay, that's no, right. Practice, practice. Do you have um, do you have uh, Spotify or one of these? Because I have uh, podcasts that you can. Yes, guided. Yeah, guided meditations. I can send I, you the link. I tried once, but my mind wandered. That's fine. It's that's very a, hard. That's, that, that's normal. Just don't I worry don't about it. That's normal. You good to go, brother? Yeah. Cool. It's good to go. Clap. <coughs> All right. Um, no, but yeah, that really is a normal thing when people, especially when they start meditation, that you'll find your mind wanders off and goes goes places. Um, that's fine. Just bring it back. It mm -hmm. goes away. Bring it back, and slowly your concentration just improves, and that's that. You know. Yeah. So it's not. It's it's normal. So don't worry. Like it, most people don't aren't able to focus, especially at the beginning. Good. Olaftina, Jules, Jules, Olaftina. Nice Am I saying it correctly, Olaftina? Yeah, Jules. <laughs> Jules. Yeah. Like the crown jewels. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, like I was saying, I'll give you a little bit of context on letting go. And uh, have you heard of Dr. David Hawkins? Mm -hmm. okay. He wrote. He became quite. Um, famous in, 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 in uh, you know, contemporary culture when he wrote the book Power Versus Force. Um, that was the kind of the book that everyone found out about him. Um, and it was based on uh, humans' levels of consciousness, meaning that he mapped out the human chart of or the human levels of consciousness from like apathy, fear, hatred, anger, worry, doubt, pride, courage, all the way through to enlightenment. Uh, yeah which for me I found very helpful as a spiritual tool. Um, and it was based on also using what's called applied kinesiology. Applied kinesiology is basically, we have an energy body, we have energy channels, you've heard of, yeah, like chakras and also the meridian system. And those energy channels, they get strong or weak under certain uh, influences. So if you're, you know, thinking about Nazi concentration camps and Hitler, yeah, your energy channels actually get weaker. Your they, the the strength of the energy in your body weakens. If you think about like Mother Teresa or the Dalai Lama or the Buddha or some or Christ, uh, your energy channels get stronger. And applied kinesiology, which you can look up, it's quite there's a lot of content out there online, um, is where they test uh, ideas, thoughts, objects. So you can even test a book. You can hold it to the solar plexus and they hold out their arm and they test the strength of your arm to see uh, whether it makes you stronger or weaker. 
So you can, yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, they use it's look look it up if you want to go deeper. I'd suggest you get a copy of this book or also Power versus Force. Okay. Power versus Force literally changed the way I see the world, and the it helped me a lot. Um, funny thing is, I wasn't actually looking for a spiritual teaching at the time. I was I found it through a business lecture. I was listening to a business lecture. Oh, really? Yeah, I was listening because I because my there's three things I love. Number one, of course, I mean, I mean, in regards to my hobbies, of course, I love my, my kids and all that stuff and family. Um, but number one is Kung Fu, two, meditation, three is business. So they're the three things that I kind of study and do. And I was listening to a business lecture and someone recommended power versus force as a way to open your mind to new ideas. Started reading and listening to that and I just, it blew my mind because I already found a really powerful spiritual teaching. I was living in Cyprus studying meditation, like I was just living there studying that. And I thought I'd found my way that I would wanted to study, but then I found this, and I was like, "Shit, this is like just as good." And I, you know, I thought there was nothing comparable, but I was wrong. So anyway, I hope that gives you a bit of context. Um, and the reason the reason I chose this particular book from the thirteen or so books that he's written is because this one really gives practical tools to release all negative energies and emotions. Negative thoughts and emotions are what block us from our higher level of self, meaning happiness, love, kindness, compassion, all the good qualities of ourselves. It's not that they're not there in us, it's that, that they're covered. Yeah. So I mean, when you feel happiness or love or kindness, it's not like that is added to you, it's that it's been revealed. It's like, it's like this, I'll give you another example. Think of the sun. The sun's always in existence. It always exists. But if there's clouds, you can't see it. Yeah? Oh, yeah. But if you reveal the clouds, you see the sun, which is the same for us. Our natural state is joy. It is happiness. It is there. Once you remove fear, doubt, stress, worry, anger, enmity, uh, all the different emotions like that are the clouds, you reveal the sun, which is your nature. So that's why I chose this one, because I found it very helpful for myself and students to let go of the blockages to your own peace or happiness or enlightenment. It's also called the pathway of surrender because when we let go of something, if we're trying to let go of a mental issue or an emotional issue with the same level of energy, so let's say I feel sad and I'm trying to use sadness to let go of it, it's not going to go. It's it, another way of putting it is, there's no point trying to solve a problem with the same mind that created it. Oh, yes. <laughs> you heard that before, right? Yeah. So that's where, where surrender comes in. Because surrender really is about surrendering it to a higher power. Surrendering it, it doesn't mean you have to believe in God or the universe or the spirit or whatever you believe. Just something greater than you. Meaning... The universe is greater than us, like it's obvious. You, know, you can be an atheist and still think, okay, my highest level of self, I want to surrender to that. So what I'm getting at is, is whatever your aim spiritually, mentally, and emotionally is, whether that's enlightenment, peace, joy, love, kindness, whatever that is, it's a process of having a focus on that on a daily basis. I know that I want to be loving, for example, and then releasing surrendering and letting go of the blockages to that. So as a situation arises which makes me angry or which potentiates stress in any way, that is an opportunity 
to surrender it to God. So it's like you take a state like, um, to thee, O Lord, I surrender this. You surrender it and let it go, rather than saying, why am I feeling this way? What happened? And then you, know, you try to figure it out, and it stays. You understand? You keep feeding that energy, and it stays. You're not letting it go. Yeah? If I threw a hot coal at you, and you caught it, what would you do with it? Let it go. That's the same thing with these types of energies and emotions. You want to treat them in the same way. Let them go and surrender it upwards, upwards to a degree. Negative emotions in order to let them go. Yeah. Like live it. That, that's that's a part of the process. I mean. Feel it to heal it. Yeah, that's a part of the process of letting it go. Meaning, a lot of the time, someone would let's say, you feel some let's say anger, for example, and you try to suppress it. You yeah. don't feel it. In this context, yes, you feel through it in order to let it go. Okay. So it's because because you can also feel it and make it stronger. Meaning, you could feel angry and start acting in an angry way and punching people, oh, yeah. and that will build that energy more, so you're going to feel that way again. Or you could go to your room and be smart about it and feel the anger and punch your pillow, you know what I mean? And, but being conscious, conscious that you're feeling it to heal it and let it go. So you're right, that is a part that I, maybe I left out in that summary, but you're right. You definitely want to feel it to heal it as opposed to avoid it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. Good. Any, any questions? No, no, and that's right. No, that, and I agree with that. Yeah, you got to, rather than run from it or hide it, hide from it. Do you have any other questions at all before we start? Okay, we might as well start from the beginning because it's the beginning. We didn't uh, knowing. This is the first lesson people have come for this one, so it's good. Where should we start from? We might as well start from the preface, which is actually written by Dr. Hawkins. And basically what we're going to do is going to read uh, a paragraph each. If at any time you want to jump in or ask a question or make a statement, it's all open and free. And at the end, I'll just do a guided meditation based on the letting go principles, and we're good. Oh yeah, little, so you know, like I studied this intensively. I read all of his books, and then I traveled to America and studied with his uh, group uh, where he used to teach, because he passed away, but I went to Sedona and went and studied with their group because I wanted to understand how they run things and what it's really about. Welcome. That's okay. How are you, Mona? I saved the seat for you. <laughs> Mona, Jules, Oloftina. Okay, we're starting now. We're going to read. Okay. Okay, so the preface. During many years of clinical psychiatric practice, the primary aim was to seek the most effective ways to relieve human suffering in all of its many forms. To this end, numerous disciplines of medicine, psychology, psychiatry, psychoanalysis, behavioral techniques, biofeedback, acupuncture, nutrition, and brain chemistry were explored. Beyond these clinical modalities were philosophical systems, metaphysics, a multitude of holistic health techniques, self-improvement courses, spiritual pathways, meditative techniques, and other ways to expand one's awareness. 
Yeah, I forgot to mention Dr. Hawkins, he ran the biggest psychiatric clinic in New York at the time. So he had a lot, I mean, decades of experience as a psychiatrist with people on helping them let go of uh, the blockages to enlightenment. Yeah. Uh, so paragraph two. Hey, Jackson, do you reckon we should set this one up for steady film if we haven't got the other one or? Oh, okay, should we set it up so we got it or do you want to use my phone? In all of this exploration, the mechanism of surrender was found to be a great practical benefit. Its importance necessitified the writing of this book to share with others um, what was clinically observed and personal experience. <laughs> so, um, the previous 10 books focused on advanced states of awareness and enlightenment. Over the years, thousands of students at our lectures and sanctions have asked questions that reveal the everyday obstacles to enlightenment. It is pragmatic and helpful to share a technique that will facilitate their success in overcoming such obstacles. How to handle the vicissitudes of ordinary life with losses, disappointments, stresses, and crises. How to be free of negative emotions and their impact on health, relationships, and work. How to handle all of the unwanted feelings. The present work describes a simple and effective means by which to let go of negative feelings and become free. The letting go technique is a pragmatic system of eliminating obstacles and attachments. It can also be called the mechanism of surrender there is scientific proof of its efficiency, an explanation of which is included in one of our chapters. Research has shown the technique to be more effective than many other approaches currently available in relieving the physiological responses to stress. You want to read or no? Yeah? Okay, where are we at to that one? Okay. After researching most of the various stress reduce reduction, and uh, con, uh, consist, how do you say, cons consciousness. consciousness method. This approach stands out for its sheer uh, simplicity. 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 Okay. Efficiency. Clinical efficiency. Absence of question about, question about concept and rapidly of the obvious results. Its simplicity is uh, def deceptive and almost distinct the real benefit for the technique, sympathy state. It set us free from the emotional attachment. It verifies the observity observation made by every stage, sage. S-A-G, sage. Sage. That attachment are the primary cause of the suffering. How I say it? Speak louder. It's good. Because last time you were shy to read, that's why I... Ah, lazy. Ah, lazy. Hoi moon. Hoi lan. Hoi lan. Lan lan day. The mind, with its thoughts, is driven by feelings, 
Each feeling is cumulative, is the cumulative derivative of many thousands of thoughts. Because most people throughout their lives repress, suppress, and try to escape from their feelings. The suppressed energy accumulates and seeks expression through psychosomatic distress, bodily disorders, emotional illnesses, and disordered behavior in interpersonal relationships. The accumulated feelings block spiritual growth and awareness, as well as success in many areas of life. The benefits of this technique can therefore be described on various levels. So, actually, I have a question. Yeah. So, like, he's saying that, like, the feelings, the negative feelings that we hold, they affect our body. Yeah. That's correct. Let me give you an example. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, like so you can feel yourself how the mind affects the body. So if you close your eyes for me for one moment and now think about someone that you love very much, yeah? And feel your body. Feel how you feel, yeah? And see them and imagine they're right there and feel all the feelings in your body. Good. Keep feeling your body and now think of someone that hates you or you hate or who wronged you and feel your body. Feel what your body feels like. Okay, open your eyes. You see the difference? You see? If you consistently have thoughts that are negative, it affects your, your energy body, your chi, yeah? Which then in turn creates blockages in your meridians, which in turn creates disease. So everything starts in the mind. I had another teacher in Cyprus, and, and he said, a lady came to him and said, oh, I think, I think I'm gonna get cancer. My mother had it, my friends have it in their breast. I think I'm going to get breast cancer. And he said, you are. And she goes, ah, if you don't take it out of your mind. Yes, yes, certainly. If always complain, the person is easy to get cancer. I feel fair. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Seldom. Yeah. yeah. There's, so many, there's so many cases now of people healing themselves with the mind. Uh, one famous one is Dr. Joe Dispenza. He had a spine which was absolutely broken and he couldn't walk. That was it. He was done. So, but he was a chiropractor and he thought, okay, he'd failed, nothing was gonna work, so he's like, okay, I'm gonna try and use my mind. So he lay there and he visualized his spine being perfect from the base all the way to the top, over and over until he got all the way with unbroken concentration and then he started walking after that, like his spine was healed. So there's so many cases of you know, spontaneous healing and phenomena where people are coming back from complete death pretty much. Another instance, uh, a, a kid, kid or man, had uh, cancer in the body. I think it was testicular cancer. And he imagined Pac-Man going through, eating all the cancer cells. And he just visualized that over and over. And the cancer was gone eventually. So, yes. Wow. <laughs> I forget who it was, but you know, the two wolves? Yeah, which, which that story. Yeah. yeah. The, one that, the one that you feed? Yeah, exactly. You know that story? No. It's uh, about the Indian. There's like a chief Indian with his all the children, and he's explaining to them that every person has a, a war going on inside them. A war between two wolves, a bad wolf and a good wolf, and they're fighting all the time. And then he cuts the story off somewhere, and then, yeah, and then, yeah, one of the kids, I think because he, he left or he cut the story, they say, yeah, but who wins? And the, the chief says, the one you feed. Make sense? Yeah, I mean, all the great teachers have told us that, uh, you know, the Buddha, uh, the mind is everything, what we think we become. The Christ, what you sow, you shall reap. 
you, know, you probably have some insight on that one. Um, uh, so it's plain obvious. You know? I mean, think about it. What, what, another thing is like the saying, what you think about, you bring about. You know? So like um, one of my colleagues, she's like young, younger than me. She's in her early 20s. And she had um, cancer in her neck. So, and it was very, it's, it was a shock to me, and then I started worrying that I will get cancer, things like that. Yeah. And then I moved here to near Gordon, and my landlord, like, they suspected that she was having cancer. So, and I thought, like, I think my worry, like, about the cancer, cancer just brought brought it into my life, like the landlord. It happened to be that she didn't have cancer, mm -hmm. but it was yeah. um, the situation. That Our minds do affect things. Actually, this is another example. Um, <coughs> we've all heard of quantum physics, right? Quantum mechanics, quantum physics. Mm -hmm. the, the Newtonian physics, the, the pre, the cursor level was cause and effect. So you know, I, uh, I punch Julian in the face, he goes, ow, and he moves back, you know, like that's cause and effect. But what they found now with, with um, quantum mechanics and quantum physics, uh, they have, I can't remember exactly what they used. They had these microscopes which saw, I think it was subatomic particles, like very tiny, tiny particles. And when one scientist would look at those particles, it would behave in a certain way. When the next scientist looked at the particles, it would behave differently. When the next science, scientists looked, again, it behaved differently. And what they realized was that the person's consciousness affects the, the observer affects the observed. So literally, we affect the things around us with our thoughts, with our, with our vibration of how we are. So as we, as a humanity, start to realize that on a deeper level, I think it's uh, quite a, a phenomenal statement that we can affect things with our mind. And science has proved that. That's crazy. I mean, that's literally yeah, crazy. Is, yeah. Crazy, <laughs> I, think, I think you've got to believe it to, a, to the point where you actually do train the mind to manifest what you want. I see it in my own life. You see it in your life too. Like, think about how was your mind when you were in that stage of your life? Or even in a simple, very simple context. Everything begins in the mind. That chair was thought by someone first before it was made. That's very simple to understand. The car was thought of before it was made. Yeah. You get it? So it must start with the thought. Interesting, right? So stop thinking about cancer. <laughs> no, I don't think I got over it. It was a few years ago, but it just, yeah, it just, I was like, it taught me a lesson that if you think about cancer, it will come up to your life, maybe not in your body, hopefully, but maybe some of your relatives will get it or somebody around you. Understand. That's what yeah. something that, I, that I plays like. something that plays to the principle that we're speaking about is where your mind goes, your energy flows. Oh yes. You've heard this before, yeah? Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's That's it's it's yeah, it's common, but it's true. Exactly. It's like it's like Let's say me and Julian are at the beach. Yeah, we're sitting at the beach and we see a beautiful woman walk past and both of us <laughs> are watching her pass. Yeah. Our, our, our energy is flowing in that yeah. direction because we're thinking about the girl, right? Yeah. 
Or the guy, I don't know, it depends which way you swing. <laughs> Actually, when I study bio, uh, biology, the talk about the nervous system. Yeah. It's natural, beautiful girl, you want to touch it. Yeah. It's natural. Yeah, it's yeah. Like to mind the nervous good. I want to touch yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, hopefully, if I get in trouble for touching girls at the beach, I'll tell them it's my biology. <laughs> <laughs> it's science. <laughs> and my eyes get the, the notice a beautiful girl, it's a nervous who go into the I want to touch. <laughs> <laughs> now it makes sense. <laughs> Justified. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But in in natural in society, not allow you Yeah, you get in to, trouble. Too 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 much touch. Yeah. yeah. You can look at look, you can yeah. look at Yeah. <laughs> Good. Wow. Good. Have question. to control yourself. Yes. Yeah. Physically as well. Yes. That's true. Okay, um, should we keep going? Yep. Okay. So here? Yes. Physical, the elimination of suppressed emotions has a positive health benefit. It decreases the overflow of energy into the body's autonomic nervous system and it unblocks the acupuncture energy system, demonstrable by simple muscle test. Therefore, the person constantly suppresses surrenders physical and psychosomatic disorders improve and frequently disappear altogether. There is a general reversal of pathologic, pathological processes in the body and the return of optimal function. I'll just I just want to jump in on one point in that because he's talking about build up of energy. Now, you can think of like certain emotions, let's just use a negative one, like stress, for example, or fear. Imagine you had a barrel here, and it was filled with water, and that water was fear. That's it, yeah? Now, if we bottle it up, we suppress it, and we have that within our subconscious, that fear. This method is telling us, like what you said earlier, feel it to heal it, to, to let it flow through, to feel the energy of it, and yeah. at that same time being a surrender to God or to something higher, like a devotion to a higher power, in order to release that energy by feeling through it. Yeah. So that's, I think, what he was describing there, not building up that psychosomatic energy, uh, actually feeling through it so you can surrender it. Mm. That's why I find this is, this is one of the most amazing techniques I've found. Spirituality has been like my number one interest since I was about... I went serious when I was about 17. So it's been about 20 years of, of study. Yeah. How did you get into it? I was brought up uh, Catholic. So I went to church when I was three until... So I always... I was kind of... was programmed into me to be interested. But I stopped being interested at about 12, 13. And I said, ah, fuck that. I'm not going to church anymore. Not for me. <laughs> um, I just wasn't... You know, but I was still interested in the Christ's teaching and Buddhism. I just found it interesting but I didn't do anything about it. At about the age of 17, I got a lot more interested because I was going down a, not a very good path. I was getting into a lot of fights and trouble and mischief on the streets of you know, Sydney, or Chatswood specifically. Not that it's a mean area, but I was just getting into a lot of, <laughs> a lot of trouble. Um, so I started researching other methods like meditation, spirituality, which started off with a book, uh, The Way of the Peaceful Warrior by Dan Millman, which is like a, it's like a spiritual novel. That kind of kick-started my, reignited my interest in spirituality. Uh, 
So I hope that answers your question. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And what you were doing in Cyprus? Cyprus, I was studying. Uh, I opened a school there as well, but I was studying with a meta, a, a, like a. It's called the Researchers of Truth. It's an esoteric form of Christianity um, and meditation. Uh, I went there originally in 2009, uh, and went back every year, once or twice a year, from Hong Kong, where I was living and studying kung fu and energy work. Oh wow! And then. I moved there and I lived there for four years and then I just came back now here yeah, from Cyprus. So that's what I was doing in Cyprus. So. The, the reason I know that spirituality is my like number one thing, and I think you guys can use this exercise too, is look at your bookshelf. If you look at your bookshelf and you see the percentage of books, then you'll know what your interests are. And I realized that literally like 80% of my books were all spiritual books and then uh, 15% were business and 5% were Kung Fu because for me Kung Fu is more practical than it is theory but you see what I mean? Um, but I still love Kung Fu, don't get me wrong on the book percentage. So and that's how I, I knew that. When, that's when I realized, fuck, I really like spirituality because I, I saw my bookshelf. <laughs> how about you guys? When you, look, when you look at your bookshelf, do you, are you aware of the percentages or not really? Because I divided them into that and then I went, oh, you know, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Have you heard of Tony Robbins? Yeah. Yeah, personal development guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's Always. big. He's huge. Yeah. <laughs> he, I mean, he's big. He's yeah. yeah. He's been doing it for a long time. He's like the guru of personal development. Yeah, he's yeah. like number one. But, but he teaches other stuff. So when which he which course did you do? Unleash the power within. Yeah, last yeah. September. Oh, good. CD. How was it? Oh, it was actually very good. Awesome. Yeah, but. Like spiritual, I don't think I was that ready for it, but mm. yeah, it would be nice yeah. to go in. Yeah. My opinion, I don't know very much, but I have seen a lot of his content, uh, is it's more personal development, less spiritual development, more about developing your personality uh, and your life, your career, your relationships, not so much your relationship with a higher power. Well, he, I could be wrong, I don't know. Well, he, he does teach like about career relationships and about spirituality okay. as well. Okay, cool. Yeah. I just but didn't, I just, my opinion was from what I know is I thought he was like more personal growth, like, because he wrote two recent books and they were both about um, mastering the money game, yeah, which is also important. It's not... He teaches finances too. Yeah. He, he kind of like teaches everything. Yeah. And spirituality as well. Okay, cool. And at the seminar we actually meditated like for an hour. Oh, really? Yeah, and it went by like, it was like 15 minutes for me. Did he teach it? Yes. Oh, wow. That's cool. It's like there were like 6,000 people. Did he do that pranayama breathing where you do? No. No? Okay. okay. I think it was more like guided. Okay. Just curious. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Any input from you guys or should we keep going? No? All right. Let's go. Behavioral. Because there is a, progress a progressive decrease of anxiety and negative emotions, there is less and less need for escapism via drugs, alcohol, entertainment, and excessive sleep. Consequently, there is an increase in vitality, energy, presence, and well-being, with more efficient and effortless function in all areas. Actually, I think it's a good point that when, like, 
doing drugs. Like I work in a pharmacy. Many of these people like they use drugs to change the emotional state. Mm. To get rid of the negative yeah. feelings. Yeah. He actually he actually explains what happens with that because he was a psychiatrist. He was one who prescribed drugs for certain things. He said Basically, what happens when you take drugs, it re removes the negative emotions and reveals your nature. It's not, it, you, it shows what you're really like. Okay. You understand? As a per so it takes away the negative so the sun can shine. The problem is, is when someone believes that the drug is making them feel that, not that it's their nature. So they become reliant on the drug and then the drug becomes less effective because it, their mind is in a fallacy. Their mind is in a state of falsehood. Understand? Yeah. They think, this drug makes me happy. But the truth is, is this drug removes the blockages to what I am. Yeah. See the difference? It's a subtle difference, but yeah, that's how he describes it. And if you look at yourself, for example, when you have a drink of alcohol, how, yeah, you can observe whether that's true. The ultimate teacher is experience. read that little bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I'm not <laughs> read it before. Interpersonal relationships. As negative feelings are surrounded, there is a progressively increasing of the positive feeling that results in the quickly observable improvement in all relationships. There is an increasing in the capacity to love conflict with the other decreasing progressively so that job performance improve. The, the elimination of the negative block allows vocational growth to, to be more easily accomplished and self-sabotaging. Self Self-sabotage. Yeah. It's like you're uh, punishing yourself or ruining your own uh, self-destruction. Self-destruction. Yeah, that's Self. a good one. You know, so maybe you want to achieve something, but you stop yourself with a negative oh. thought or action. Separation. Sabot sabotage. Sabotaging. Sabotaging. Behavior based on the guilt. Is it guilt? Guilt progressively diminish. Yeah. There is less and less. Depends on intellectualism. Is it? Intellectualism. Intellectualism. Mm -hmm. You learned some new words today. These are difficult words. I mean, it's not a, it's not a standard. This guy likes big words. Yeah, he has a PhD, so, and he's a doctor, so he, uh. okay. yeah. And quicker use of the intuitive knowledge. I don't know, is it, it pronunciation? Intuitive. Intuitive knowledgeness. With the resumption of the personal uh, possibility growth and development, there is of Often the uncovering of the previously unsuspected creative. I repeat, there is often 
the uncovering of the previously unsuspected creative <laughs> way. Previously Perhaps, unsuspected. Previously unexpected. Unsuspected. Un unsuspected yep. creative. And physics ability. There is a... Uh, thwarted. 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 <laughs> there are thwarted in all people by suspected negative emotions. Of great, <coughs> of great importance is the progressively diminishing notion. Diminution. 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 Yeah. Of the, the dependency. Dependency. The band of the all human relationship. Dependency and underlay so much, underlay so much pain and suffering. It's including even wildness. Well, it's uh, suicide as the ultimate expression, as depressed, dependency. What is the meaning of this one first? Dependency. dependency. Like, you, like you rely on something, like you oh. need it, you're okay. dependent. Mm. Okay. As dependency diminishes, there is also diminishing of the aggressive, ag aggressively and hostile, 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 hostile behavior. These negative feelings are replaced by the feelings of the acceptable and the love, loveliness towards others. <laughs> replaced by the lovingness towards others. Fantastic. Consciousness slash awareness slash spirituality. This is an area that opens up by continuous use of the mechanism of surrender. The letting go of negative emotions means that the person experiences ever-increasing happiness, contentment, peace, and joy. There is an expansion of awareness, progressive realization, and experiencing of the real inner self. The teachings of the great masters unfold from within as one's own personal experience. The progressive letting go of limitations allows the realization at last of one's true identity. Letting go is one of the most efficacious tools by which to reach spiritual goals. So does, does he actually give you... Practical. How to yes. let go? Yes, 100%. That's what this book is about. Yeah, you can get this book at Dimmick's here in Chatswood. Yeah, the Dimmick's, that's the only book of his that they have here in Chatswood. It's just funny. Like in Chatswood, where is Dimmick's? Dimmick's. Uh, next the, to Dimmick's is near the, uh, in the shopping mall Westfield, near the piano store, near the gaming store. I'm trying oh, to think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ground floor. Uh, I'm there all yeah. Is it ground floor? ground floor? Yeah, ground floor. Yeah. So anyway, they've, they've got, they usually stock those copies, like, I was surprised that of all the out of all of his books, that's the only one they stock, and they always have it. Like I've bought, I've literally bought like ten copies because I keep giving them to friends that are interested. Like I gave that one to you. Cost how much? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it your number one? Sorry. Is it your number one book by him? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I'd say no, but it's a very high. 
because there's so there's you know, the discovery of the presence of God. There's the eye of the eye, uh, power versus force, uh, spirituality in modern man, uh, healing and recovery. That's a really nice one too. There's so many nice like the, I when I found out about his teachings, I literally bought all of the books and I just just ate them all. I just was so impressed by his teachings that I mm-hmm. consumed it all. Yeah. How much it is? <laughs> that book, uh, 20 bucks. Maybe the price is on the back. I probably, no, I probably took the sticker off. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone can accomplish all of these ends with gentleness and sub, sub, as one silently surrenders throughout daily life. The progressive disappearance of negativity and its replacement by positive feelings and experiences is pleasable both to watch and experience. It is the purpose of this information to assist the reader in having those rewarding experiences. That's the end of the chapter? Yeah. Okay, we'll hold it there because it's 10 minutes to go. Yeah. Just, um, is that cool? Sorry, yeah. I, I want to be. Yeah, no problem. Go, no problem. Are you coming back again later or no? Okay, bye bye. You can hide me now. Oh, yeah. Joy Gina. Moon festival. Today? Oh, I've got to go as well then. Moon festival. Where is it? Have they got moon cake? No. I didn't know. It's okay. No problem. Okay, see you. See you. Okay, we'll just finish with a gentle meditation. Just uh, really simple. Uh, I'll just guide you through it. So if you just sit comfortable, close your eyes. It's going to be just a three-minute one, very simple. Okay. I was thinking for this week, because we're going to have this letting go lesson each week, and hopefully you come back. Um, that we could just work on self-observation this week, just to observe ourselves, our thoughts and our emotions during the week. You know, what comes up, what comes down, not trying to change it all, but just trying to observe it. And then next week, maybe we can start applying the surrender technique, because I've been using it already, so I know how it works. Um, But I find it's always good to start to just be more conscious of how we actually are uh, first, so we know what our thoughts and emotions are like on a day-to-day basis. And then from that point, we can decide, okay, which emotion or which thought do I need to surrender or let go of, which is the most important for me now. Okay, so I'll just guide us through something related to that now. Okay, so start by closing your eyes. And just focus on your breath. Feel that each breath you take deepens the feeling of your body. We spoke about a lot of ideas today. Just let them all rest. Just go into a state of observation. Just observe yourself. No judgment, no labels, just watching how you feel.
watching, any thoughts or ideas that arise? Observing any images or sounds. It's as though you're watching yourself from the outside. So you have two points of attention. You can focus on your breath and or you can just observe. If you find yourself drifting away and thinking about other things or getting lost in a thought, come back to either your breath or into observing yourself. Take some deep, conscious, and comfortable breaths. Feel your body. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. This has been the Seafood John Experience. If you love Seafood John and you want more, you can find him at seafoodjohn.com or follow him on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, or on your favorite podcast platform.